Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome once again to Artex Staff International. This week, as per usual, we have with us Eduardo Nicolás, and he'll be reading to us one of his poems. Hi. Hello. So, what are you going to be reading to us today? I am going to read another piece that is the product of several years of going back to it. In particular, I think I've been working on this one for five years, technically, wow. considering all the variation that has gone into it. And the final title I decided to give it is Dear, mm-hmm. something which will play into the significance of it after you've listened to it. Or I can't wait to listen to it. The river flowing down the drain and the rain of stars that never came. The stars of our light and the night that's here to finally last. The blood-soaked inners of my fears with the guts spilled expecting a tear. And dear, the goal is not so long if it's the road to our desired goal. And it must be said that what we've become and what we became, they'll be forever intertwined. The situation is clear, dear, just not right now in your eyes. Because healing is a process that only ends at the heart and it's stored, it lies on the bandages outside. Well, I just, I just can't with that quote, like the, uh, because the healing begins at the heart, something like that. Healing ends at the heart. Ends on the and heart. It begins on the on the just outside. It just, I think it grabs it up perfectly. Only, so it what was, is it about? It was one of the last lines that I added. But I feel like the reason why it works, it's because it's one of the last that they added. So it's literally the product of the whole evolution of it. So when I started to write this, it was once again about five years ago. And of course, a lot of things that happened in five years. So originally, this was me doing a letter to myself. The me from five years ago, writing to the me of five years ago. But now it's the me of this Timeline, if one is to say, there's today's me talking back to the me that wanted to write to himself five years ago. So it's a bit of that experience of going back to it. And I feel like that line encapsulates it perfectly. We tend to believe that healing comes first from our own heart, but it's the other way around. You can't heal a wound if it's still bleeding. Because for as much as you try to patch it on the inside, the bleeding's going to be there. And that's what Danley represents, how we cannot expect to fix everything by ourselves, on ourselves, on our own, in ourselves. We, it's not a weakness to rely on others. It's not a weakness to ask for help. And it's not a weakness to seek support when we need it. Because at the end of the day, if once we were able to fix our skin, to fix that outside wound, we'll be able to get through the healing process. And it's going to be much easier. Well, I really like how you put that because it's true that we do have a problem asking for help nowadays. I know that um, it's difficult and maybe even for you guys, it's even more difficult because it's difficult for me. But as a girl, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm allowed to cry, for example. But if a guy cries, uh, he's weak. So maybe it's uh, more difficult for you to ask for help. I don't know. 
the well, if we if we start to get into that territory, mm. there is a lot of other stereotypes and gender assumptions that we have to take down mm-hmm. also with it. So I wouldn't say that it's more difficult because at the end of the day, human expression should never be difficult. It's just a social barrier that we've artificially put there. And it's a barrier that is compensated by the benef- by the other benefits that we get as males sometimes. At least sometimes, I mean, usually. And usually it's a pretty way of saying most of the times. Mm-hmm. Even if we have to take down that meat that men don't cry and all of that stuff. It's just that the process of it should become natural. Apart from the several difficulties that seem to come with us avoiding crying and all of that, but I feel like that's a bit of a more general issue with humanity as a whole. Mm-hmm. We tend to do everything by ourselves because seeking help is seen as either selfish as last lazy or, once again, as a weakness. So. Yeah, and um, I guess it's about healing because uh, sometimes when we want to heal... We don't know how because we need help to know how to heal. And we expect healing to be linear, but it's not. It, it has its ups and downs, just like life itself. So I would just say about the five years. Five years um, sound may sound like a lot to some people, but not so many years to other people. But as uh, you said, in five years, everything can happen. So in five years, you have lots of ups lots of downs but at the same time you may have a healing through those five years but it may not look like that at that moment maybe you do you now um think that you've been through a kind of a healing process maybe i mean yes that's the only reason why i feel like i am able to go back and write about it with as much confidence as i did in this situation because another part of the healing process is that as I said, a lot of times it's internalized. It's something that goes on the inside and you don't want to express it just in case someone finds it. And it's a bit shameful sometimes. Actually, when I started to share this kind of writing that is much more human-centric and much more personal, those were the most difficult ones to get through because I always found myself hedging it some way. If there was some sort of feeling that I was putting out there, I always made sure to cut it down a notch when somebody else was hearing it. Even though on paper, and what I had written down, was a more raw feeling. So, yeah, the reason why I can write about it now after those five years is because I've gone through that whole process. And a lot of times it felt like I was going nowhere. I was running in circles. Even within myself, it was just reaching the same conclusion all over again. And I didn't realize that it was that circle that would get me to the healing. Every time I went through that cycle, it was as if I was going through everything once again and finding a new piece of information. If I were to to relate it somehow to another kind of literature, I recently read uh, Gertrude Stein, Gertrude Stein, I am not sure how you pronounce it. I am terribly sorry. But uh, her work is extremely repetition-based in the sense that it's difficult to read because it's the same words all over again in very similar forms. And the whole point of it is that words become meaningless and it's more about the sounds. Similarly, in this case, it's time I went to that repetition cycle 
to me at the time, it felt like I, it had no meaning. But now in retrospective, I was always having some sort of extra information, just like Gertrude Stein does in her paragraphs. There is some sort of extra information added to the repetition. And in this case, my introspection was similar in that case. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I found it very interesting, but what you said about the uh, circles thing, because the circle works a circle. And you see no one but uh, no beginning also. So uh, for me, for example, personally, I found it very difficult because I found myself, just like you said, like going around in circles and once again and another time and again and again and again and again. And then you start thinking, how am I going to get out of this circle? But I haven't thought about that ever. Like maybe the circle itself is the, uh, is the healing, it's the, uh, a kind of an exit. I've never thought about it that way. It's difficult because at the end of the day, this is my individual experience. And of course, that's going to differ greatly from each individual person. That's just me. For me, the healing came about going through the same story, going through my own story once and again and again and again with the same conclusion, only through different paths until that all came together to this realization that my healing came from the outside and then it moved its way into my heart. But then again, it's not wrong if your healing goes in any other direction or through any other process because it's an extremely personal notice. The only thing is that it should never start from the heart, I believe, because at that point you're trying to fix not the problem itself, but rather one part of it. It should be that whole process, not something that happens out of nowhere because that's how we get patches instead of healing. And that's another extremely dangerous experience, one that I went through during those cycles, which was just patching things up with some sort of situation and coping mechanism that became what you thought was healing. Mm -hmm. And then through those mechanisms failing and going through that cycle is how I got to the healing. But then again, it's not a formula. It's something extremely personal and it's just a matter of being fully aware of where your needs lie, of what do you need for the healing to take place and self-introspection to get to that knowledge. Yeah, because as you said, um, well, healing is very personal and maybe we um, we tend to think that we, are, we even are doing healing wrong like the wrong way but it's not that it's like healing is uh, personal maybe uh, what may work for somebody else it doesn't uh, work for you and also um i don't know i, th- I think it's pretty interesting uh what you what you read and what you're saying i think it's something that uh, at least i can relate to a lot because, uh, for example, I uh, tend to be very hard of myself, like, why am I going through this again and again? But maybe it's that, maybe you're going through that because you... It remi- reminds me of reincarnation. Like, uh, in Buddhism, you're supposed to um, being born once again until you finally learn the lesson that you're um, supposed to learn. So maybe you go... Uh, through the same process once and, and again and again and again because you never uh, learn the lesson right. This reminds me of all of those books where the plot is that 
you've reached some sort of destination and then everything goes back to the beginning. It's that sort of cliche, but almost applied to real life and in terms of healing, which is something that I find particularly interesting considering the negative connotation that these types of cliches seem to have and how particularly this is usually used in terms of death to put a somewhat silly example on though there was a movie i can't remember the title oh my god um happy death day mm, yeah. About the mm-hmm, sword. yeah it i'm not sure if that's the proper title but the whole premise of it was that someone was dying constantly and i found that that's one of the most recurring themes to this type of structures death and i found it particularly interesting how i found this structure in healing which is in a way the opposite and this also relates to your idea of reincarnation. We're using a structure that is usually unconventionally applied to death, to healing, to recovering, to, in a way, getting back part of our own lives, getting, part, getting back part of our own hearts, reclaiming it somehow. And I find it extremely interesting. And I'm sure there's much deeper... You can go much deeper. There's a lot of layers into these type of structures, into these types of topics and that I am at least at the moment not able to see or to cover but if someone finds themselves in a similar situation this might be another structure that they can look into this will cycle us getting back to the beginning but with some extra information and getting progressively closer to the truth to relate it again to another book this is starting to become a bit too intertextual I apologize the <laughs> seven deaths of evenly hardcastle it is similar to this in the sense that in each chapter you get the same story but with certain pieces of new information. And at the end of the, at the, end of the novel, when you see the ending, it feels rewarding because you've gone through the process of earning each bit of information. And I feel like the healing process is also that feeling, that reward, that feeling of rewarding once you get to it. It's not... An epiphany, it's the process of it. You put it beautifully, like the idea that you reclaim yourself through healing. Um, I think it's like when you go through something tough or something difficult happens to you, something traumatic maybe, uh, at any point in your life, uh, you kind of, in a way, forget who you are or you just like, get numb about it and you forget who you were and that healing process as you said is reclaiming yourself back is getting your heart back is uh, remembering who you were and who you are but that's something that you went through made you um not forget it but cover it and ignore it and and focus your um, attention on something else something that was hurting you and you forgot about yourself at some point so you put it really beautifully. Another thing that I that I also reflected on this topic that you mentioned in the old poem that I just read was how you cannot delete your past self. You should not forget it because, as I said in the poem, the, what we become and what we became, they'll be forever intertwined. They are still part of us. It's just parts of our past rather than parts of our current self and they're also taking place they're, they also have their place in this whole healing process 
It's just a matter of knowing until when they have the part and when they've done their job and it's time for the newer parts of you to get their place into this wheel of sorts and get into the and that's our own healing. Well, that's beautiful also because I completely agree with that idea because um we sometimes think that our past is um something that we we will want to forget maybe we pay anything to uh things that we've been we've been through to not happen to us but if you think about it if something anything um even the most difficult and awful things in the world if they didn't happen to you maybe you you'd be a different person today so it's also I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'd say it's something that it is. And it's you, it's yourself. And we are our experiences, I think. So if you forget or if you uh, want to um, live out something that you went through, maybe you are living out a part of yourself also. I feel like the best way to relate to it is one of the concepts that we've talked about is reclaiming part of our own heart. And it's reclaiming them, not substituting them. Mm. And that's the key difference about it. The healing process is not, I'm going to get a blank slate and start all over again. Healing process is getting that piece of ourselves that now has that experience and getting it back as our own and getting it back towards the future. Well, that's, I think that's a beautiful way to wrap this up. So thank you so much for such beautiful poem. And thank you so much for being here with us. Once again, thank you for having me.